0: 2-2, Henderson drills one, right center field, indeed, and, and gone! Oh, my goodness! His first Major League hit is his first Major League home run. The helmet is long gone, as is the ball. Let the hair flow, Gunner Henderson. You're a big leaguer,
1: and your first hit is sitting in right center field, deep in the seats in Cleveland. Well, that ball was crushed.
0: Yeah, so Barker, I woke up about 2.30 in the morning. Couldn't sleep, and I had this vision. Right, This vision was Gunnar Henderson hitting a three-run home run off of Jordan Romano in the, the ninth inning of, 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 a, of a game in Baltimore at the end of September. And the Orioles beating the Blue Jays. It, isn't it remarkable when a team can call up its top prospect and the dude's first hit? Isn't a single to to right an opposite field single, but it's a freaking home run. It, it is remarkable what happens when your top prospect can hit home runs. Jeff, what are you trying to say? I'm just saying.
1: I'm just saying. I just I, I thought of it. You know. Yeah. What kind of mood did you have to be in driving into from your house to here and thinking to yourself? How can I tick off every Blue Jays fan? Well, look and J- rub it in their face. The Jays are thr- that they don't have a top prospect and go back leg city. <laughs> the Jays did 13 of 14
0: in August after last night's loss to the Chicago Cubs. Seven uh, five. And uh, Yeah, they didn't sweep the, the series. Need a it's it's hard, it's, it's hard to sweep the ser- uh, series I got a little, But you know what? No, it's not. You're playing the Chicago Cubs. It's not hard to sweep a series against the Chicago Cubs. Yeah. You know what? If it was hard to sweep a series. It was hard to sweep a series. The LA Angels wouldn't have swept the series against the Blue Jays. Huh. So, thankfully, August is done. It's already in the, in the rearview mirror. John Schneider said last night after the game, time to turn the page. And they do get to turn the page on and off day. Then they go on to Pittsburgh, another soft touch, Allegedly. They have three games in Pittsburgh against the Pirates. it's four games against the Orioles, including a doubleheader. You know Gunnar Henderson's going to go yard in at least four of those, four, all four games. Probably not. Maybe just two of four. Uh-huh. But uh, we're going to open the phone pages. lines today. The numbers are 416-870-0590, star five ninety one triple eight triple six zero five nine. I didn't even say how remarkable it was to see a dude with long hair hit a home run. The numbers to call are 416-870-0590, star 590, is a text line. And I uh, just want a, a one-word answer from you as to how you're feeling. A one-word answer. A one-word yeah. answer. Just call in how and how say one it. word and hang out. As to how you're feeling. No, we'll get you on here. You got to explain <laughs> it. But how would you sum up your confidence level about the postseason going into
1: September? In one word. You want me to give a word? Yeah. Uncle. That's my word. I want some I want I want one time. One time for for a right-handed hitter for the Blue Jays to face a Rodriguez, a Leiter Jr., an Ullman, a Rucker, a Wick, and one time You two. He's left-handed. Oh, okay. I want one time for a right-handed hitter for the Blue Jays. This has been going on for four months. To stand Closer to the plate and say I've had enough of this. I continue to n- no longer be able to l- allow a pitcher, quite frankly, that's not as good as I am as a hitter to consistently do the same thing over and over and over and over again. Like it is a game of adjustments. I I, I saw D-Row on the MLB network breaking down Jacob DeGrom and he was talking about the Dodgers and their approach, and and what the approach could be in the playoffs. You know what he said, Jeff? He was had a little box. You know, everybody loves watching that box, like you do, whenever the strikes on and all those things. He had the little box. You know what he did? He walked up to the screen and he drew his. He took his finger and drew a line right through the middle of that box. And he said, "You know what you do in the playoffs? You, if you're a right-handed hitter, you eliminate the inside part of the plate. You know what you do for an adjustment?" You scoot closer to the plate because all he wants to do is throw two pitches, a four-seamer and a slider to glove side the outside part of the plate. So if you're a right-handed hitter to make an adjustment and give yourself a chance to hit a baseball hard, what do you do? It's an easy adjustment. Scoot closer to the plate. You don't change anything mechanically. You don't widen out. You don't raise your hands higher. You don't change bats. You don't change uniforms. You make a simple adjustment by scooting closer to the plate. Who cares who sees it? At least you're telling that person we've had enough of getting out the same way over and over and over and over again. I just, it it confuses me. And I just don't understand it. Like it, all the smart people that are running baseball teams now, not one person has walked up to the Blue Jays hitters and went, hey, Bad pitchers are getting you out with two pitches away. Do you think the part of the problem is... I understand. When you have
0: a lot of people involved in analyzing something, when you spend a lot of money on it, and you devote a lot of time to it, coming up with a simple answer isn't that easy. Like... I, I would. my point is this: if Kevin Barker can see that, and Mark DeRosa can see that, the Jays have what three hitting coaches? They've got analytics people. at At can can they not see that? Is that just maybe too easy? Is that not uh, scientific
1: enough? That's a tremendous question. No, I I, I, no, I mean I'm I, being honest. I, about I, would th- it. I would think I would love for for us to be able to come on this show and use that as an excuse, blame the khakis. Just say they're they're not telling us to just go close to the plate, but I'm the one hitting. I'm the one that walks to the plate and sees how they're getting me out, and it consistently works. It's been working for four months. I, I just I don't understand. I'll give. I'll, I'm gonna ask you. When they were down 62, did you think even against no. the Cubs they had any chance of nope. coming back? Not a chance Why in hell. What do you think that is? Is you think it's because they were throwing Rodriguez, Slider Jr., Ullman, Rucker, and Wick? Absolutely not. Sounds it's like just, a law firm, doesn't be, it, Oldman,
0: yeah. w- Rucker, and Wick? Well,
1: it's just because... If you're in
0: trouble, call one They don't
1: make adjustments, and it's if it's frustrating for me because they do have a good team. It's just why... And then I listened to d talking, and it's what I've been saying, yelling and screaming. It's not a harder adjustment to scoot closer to... Who cares if the catcher sees that? And all, because you know what the game plan is? Even for Pittsburgh... You don't think Pittsburgh's looking at the same video that everybody else does and says, hey, I know you you can't or has issues locating to both sides of the plate, but guess what? You don't have to. If you're right-handed, make sure your slider, when you miss, miss off the plate. I just it just it's very I don't know if I feel better or it's just like Groundhog Day. You thought that I was in it. Just like I, uh, well, you, you thought you got that me, I was I driving because you, you. you got me fired up about you liked the, the Gunner Henderson. I did thing. a little bit. I liked you liked it a little bit. You got me it's fired up, and then I then I watch D-Rose saying, you know, against the you could argue the best pitcher on planet Earth, just because it's easy cheese. He does Jeff. He does it two pitches. How many how many great pitchers you know can do it with two pitches against the best team in baseball? He dominated the Dodgers with two pitches, and then D-Rose goes, well, you know the adjustments you can make let go closer to the plate. What? Sounds simple, but why don't they do it? I... Anyway.
0: The Jays lost last night with Mitch White in the mound. Eh, he was not very good. No, he really didn't give them a chance. Uh, let's let's be honest. They did get a two-run homer from somebody. No, they got a two-run homer from Kevin Biggio. They got a three-run homer from Alejandro Kirk. His, it's exactly first, what you do. His, with Kirky's first home run with, in since when?
1: A long time. long time. Cement, mix, and slider, and a 89-mile-an-hour fastball right down the middle. Mm. That's what you do with both of those. You don't hit a single to right. You don't hit a line drive to the center fielder. You back leg that in the end of August because mechanically you are ready to hit mistakes, and that's what you do with them. Uh,
0: Not a great game defensively from the Blue Jays. Whitmerfield didn't come up with a soft liner. Uh, Alejandro Kirk situation where he didn't look the the runner back. Uh, yeah, I mean, these, these are errors that get magnified when you get shut down by one of the worst teams in baseball on a bullpen day. Um,
1: now the question is, Kevin, look, Mitch White... Chase only had two two chances, of runners in scoring position too, which is right. amazing. Right. Well, amazing. I, and
0: you know, and and I mean, they saw a bunch of they saw a bunch of relievers, guys they haven't seen. Well, no, they have seen them. We saw them. Early. There's no excuse. I'm not. There's not. Make, there's, there's, not, not there's not an excuse because there's
1: they're getting, excuse. It's no matter how hard you throw yeah, or what you throw. It's a slider. It's a cutter. It's a just a four seamer away. No like, it's no, there's no excuse.
0: There's no. excuse for it. Uh, July 26. By the way, it was Alejandro Kirk's first home run since July 26. And there, there is a, you know, something we don't always focus on. But, you know, Alejandro Kirk. You know how many home runs Lourdes Goriel Jr. has this year? Five. I, okay, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, and I'm going uh, to. What I'm saying, no, I'm what tip what I'm saying my hat, is, but what I'm saying is that th- this team, you know, it, it it could be recency. I don't know what the reverse of recency bias is, but we do have an amazing tendency to just just because somebody has was good at one point in the year, yeah to sort of not look at them, and then you look, you go, Alejandro Kirk, wow, only had one home run since July 26th.
1: You could could almost count in the American League how many people have, how many hitters have power line to line, line to line. Probably count them on one hand. I mean, it'd take me a while to sit down and actually think about who can, you know, miss hit a baseball and hit a home run to the left field line. It would be, you know, you could have to sit down, but I bet you it would be uh, maybe a hand and a half. Lourdes Guriel Jr. is one of the is not one of those people, right? He is, he is one of the, he's, he's one of those people that this is exactly why you want to throw the ball away. How many Blue Jays do you know that have power the other way? Is it Lourdes? Is it Alejandro Kirk? Teoscar hey, does. Okay, you, hey, you can say, well, we we'll go down the line here. Does George Springer have power the other way? Occasionally, yeah. Uh, do Vladimir Guerrero? Jr.? Yes, absolutely. Line to line. Lourdes, nope. Kirk, nope. Bo, nope. Chapman, nope. He's a dead pull hitter. His power is to up the middle to the pull Leo side. Definitely to does. Oscar, yes. Uh, Kevin Biggio, nope. Uh, Whit Merrifield, absolutely not. So that's the reason why. You want to know why all of these teams uh, throw these, this lineup away? If you can get three or four hits in a row and dink and dunk us to right field, we're going to tip our hat and we'll walk away going, we executed the game plan, you beat us because of what I just said. That Don't grow on trees guys that can let the, the ball travel and have you know how good your mechanics have to be to hit the ball out in front create backspin and stay through a baseball with a good solid compact finish and hit a ball for a home run the other way your swing mechanically from the ground up almost has to be perfect. You can miss hit a ball on a ball in. You can have lean back. We've seen Vladdy do that. Have lean back where he's trying to create bat speed, which has sort of been a little bit of an issue, with the lean back and still hit a ball to the pull side hard. Going the other way, you have to get it just right. You have to create what you have to create to go the other way. That's why the adjustment has been made to this right-handed lineup. And this is why I come on here and say they're very right-handed. And if they run into a bunch of right-handed pitchers, even though they're not any good. That's how they, you know, it looks the way it looks, and that's why I said even when they're down six to two against a bad team, did you have any good feelings about them coming back? I no. did.
0: No, I did not. No,
1: there you go. So that's that's you, you wonder tell. why they want to go away to these guys yeah. It's because most of them, you know, again they they don't think that they can consistently hit a two or three run homer to right center field. So the standings. After
0: yesterday's activity, the wild card standings: Tampa Bay still on top. They've won three in a row. They're seventy-two and fifty-seven. Seattle is a game back in the lost column. They're seventy-two and fifty-eight. They've also won three in a row. The Jays are seventy and fifty-nine. So they're now two games back of Tampa in the lost column. One back to Seattle. They're two up on Baltimore. Baltimore is sixty-eight and sixty-one. And uh, after crazy. their win last they night, they got sixty-eight wins. Baltimore's got sixty-eight That's wins. That's unbelievable. Uh, it, it is. It's, uh, well, I, I mean, look, it, it's, it, we'll have an interesting manager of the year discussion
1: at some point. Well, if they make the playoffs, it's a no-brainer. Uh, I I think That guy in Baltimore is getting it. Yeah, I think it might be a no-brainer. But you know what you have to do against it, but... the Orioles now, Jeff? In the first inning, you got to catch a line drive from Ian Happ with a runner on second base. You have to look a runner back I didn't catch... on, a, on a guy trying to double steal. Did like, that, you have to did, do little
0: things. That, look, looking. that's not that complicated for a catcher.
1: Is it? I don't think so. But I mean, it's it's you know again, it gets you get caught up in the moment. You think a a Yon Gomes who's not a fast runner, but who wants to run the bases and mm-hmm. has an idea what he's trying to do On a, at yeah. third base. I know, you know, again, they're playing with house money. Who cares exactly. the what they do and when they do it and how much they do it? But again, you got to do the right thing, and if you're Kirky – you throw, you have, even if you fake it, if you look down there and Chappie comes running over to third base, you pick him off, you give him in a run down, you're out, there, no run score there. And at least you give Mitch White an opportunity mm-hmm. to not be as bad as he was with the breaking ball and the fastball command. And yeah, with Mitch White, you have to dance. with Mitch White, <clears> you have to make all the plays. No question.
0: You, you absolutely must make all the plays. He's
1: a number six or seven starter. Yeah. He's he not.
0: Is. Yes. And and I promise I'm not going to call him stripling 2.0 anymore.
1: Well, well done. Uh, so we know that the Jays have
0: got... They've got an odd schedule. They've got these games against Pittsburgh. They've got games against Texas. I'm not going to call them soft t- touches anymore, but they should be. But you've got games against Pittsburgh. You've got games against Texas. You've got a little series against Philadelphia kind of lurking in there. Uh, but you've also got a, a crap ton of games against the Rays and the Orioles. Those are the teams you need to keep an eye on. You need to try to catch the Rays... And you really need to try to keep the Orioles at bay. We've talked about this a lot. You want that final season of this uh, series of the season in Baltimore to mean nothing. You, I, I, I think we've, we've all heard this from John Schneider, and I think we've kind of put two and two together here. It appears as if the Jays, rightly so, want to figure out a way to match up to have Jose Barrios and Alec Manoa and Kevin Gossman pitch in, in the significant games. No question. That like Ross Stripling, still in the picture. Mm-hmm. I think there's, there's as much as we saw Mitch White scuffle. I, I still think Mitch White and maybe you say Kikuchi makes some starts here at some point. Yeah. Let's see what Shai Davidi says. He's our MLB insider in sports and that Shai, thanks for joining Barker and myself. I We're getting ahead of ourselves a bit here, but John Schneider did say that, you know, there are, they might make some adjustments to the rotation going forward uh Mitch White was not very good last night. You say Kikuchi hasn't been good for a year and a half. Uh that's a little exaggeration. He hasn't been good for a year basically. Um going back to Seattle. Uh, how, how do you think the Jays the Jays play this out with those those games against Pittsburgh and then those games those games against Texas and and then of course the big games against uh, against Tampa and, and Baltimore.
2: Yeah, I mean it's really interesting because they've got Two off days, they've got the one today and they've got the one next Thursday to work with a little bit. But then they've also got the doubleheader right. Monday in Baltimore. Uh, so they could potentially stay on turn. And they
1: have a doubleheader
0: against Tampa coming up here.
2: Right, the following Monday. So right. that, that one's going to be a little tougher for them to manage. At that point, they're going to have to figure out uh, how to get a starter. But they can, they can run through... If they chose to, and then not need an extra starter this go round uh, to get through that double header, but the other thing, the other thing to keep in mind is I'm not sure whether they want to try and not not take away the the extra day of rest for certain guys mm-hmm. uh, and not push them. So there's that there's that element, but then there's the balance like. He's going to win those games, Like I think they want they'd like to have their best guys lined up for Baltimore, so I think they're juggling all that with the physical needs of different guys and where they are whether certain certain uh certain members of this rotation can benefit from an extra day off uh, but you know I'm with you, I think they're going to try to maximize the the games of import in the hands of, of Gosman, Barrios and Manoa as much as possible.
1: Sha, do you think Santiago Espinal needs to play every single day at second, even if he's not hidden? I'm, I'm not sure
2: about every single day uh, because there are some times where, you know, Kevin Vigio might make some sense or, or Whit Merrifield might make some sense, but of those guys, you know, that, Espinal is going to give you the best defense yep. of that group, mm-hmm. and he's in a different way than Biggio. He's going to give you a, a tenacious at bat, and you know Merrifield. Mer, Merrifield brings a lot to the table, but he's he doesn't seem like himself right now at the plate, and certainly the numbers would would suggest that he, he's definitely a better player than he's shown. Uh, and how you get him in a rhythm going. Uh, it, it, that that's, that's going to be difficult because you've got so many other guys that you have to balance playing time for. But, you know, I, I think I w- I'd like to see a little bit more Espino, uh, And I know that it's, this is his first time going through this type of workload, this type of commitment at the big league level. But you know that that defense is going to be there, and there has been Of that group, he's been the most productive offensive player uh, so far this season.
1: How worried do you think they are about Vladdy hitting so many ground balls? Yeah, I
2: think that's it's a concern. Mm -hmm. I don't know that it's you know he's still productive, right? I mean, he's what is uh, third or fourth in the American League in hits. I mean. Mm -hmm. It, I think we fall into the trap a little bit of looking at Vladdy and saying like, hey, why isn't he having last season? No question. And he's still having an unbelievable year. Uh, but I think with Vlad, it's not so much about is he hitting Vlad, uh, ground balls, but is he at times expanding the zone, especially in certain leverage situations. And you see sometimes where it looks like he's been chasing damage instead of working via bat the way that he can. And you know, like, almost as if he's trying to make things happen. It's something that, you know, at least in the early part of the season, he certainly acknowledged that he was doing at times. So, so, to me, it's not so much he's putting the ball on the ground as what is he attacking.
0: Shy, how do you think Jay's front office feels about a 13 and 14 August?
2: Not great. <laughs> you know, I mean, they pretty clear. I, I just, there's there remains a bit of enigma around this team in terms of why aren't all these pieces coming together in a more consistent way. And you see it in bursts where, you know, you think about that that road trip through New York and Boston, everything's falling into place and then come back and you're two and four Against the Angels and the Cubs, and you know you're you're grinding just to pull those games out against the Cubs. How does that happen with a team this talented? And it's not in isolation. Okay, you know weird things happen. The Dodgers got swept by the Pirates earlier this season, but it's this streaky pattern where it's either everything's working or everything isn't, and there isn't sort of a middle ground there. That to me is what's what's most head scratching. I know certainly the players find it head scratching uh, and obviously the coaching staff as well. Uh, But if you're the front office, what do you read into that? And, you know, I see some parallels a little bit with the Yankees of last year Mm -hmm. uh, in the way that they're playing, how they go hot and cold in these extreme ways. And, you know, the difference between the Yankees last year and the Yankees this year is sort of, Basically, Aaron Judge having an MVP season when you're looking at it, and you know, is just you know, if, if Bo and Vlad are having you know the types of seasons that they can have, are we having these conversations? Probably not. So, it's you want to be careful about not overreacting to things, but. Certainly, it's it's really been a head scratching season in a lot of ways.
1: Shy, I'm going to overreact. You know, every time I, every time I watch I, I, every time I watch the Blue Jays, I don't be cutting my grass now. Uh, well, again, every time <laughs> i my grass, I'm usually not like this. But every time I watch the Blue Jays, and last night I watched. Uh, a bunch of right-handed hitters from the Cubbies. Not no, no That's offense. Yours. No, no, yeah. No offense from those guys. You know, they're they are what they are. They're trying to establish themselves, but they're right-handed. They got two pitches. They throw middle away to a bunch of right-handed hitters. Can you explain to me with you know, it's sort of that if you're gonna go down, you go down a fighting, right? You you want to do everything possible to give yourself a chance to just give yourself a chance. And I just don't, for me anyway, I don't understand why it's so hard to, you know, if a guy's moving. You know, throwing everything away. Why don't you just scoot a little closer? I know me and you've had this conversation before, but Shy, this has been going on for four months. Like it's it's not like it's just happening, and it's one team. It's every single team who's got a right-handed pitcher. I just for me, with as good as this lineup is, Shy. I just don't understand that. And and maybe I want you to try and talk me out of having to have this conversation again. Maybe you have a better answer. Maybe it's, you know, the smart people telling them, you stay exactly where you're at. Sooner or later you're going to get a hanger and you do very well on hangers. Or is it just this team right now is not capable of making adjustments and that would mean moving around in the batter's box?
2: It, it, there's a lot there. Yeah. <laughs> Bart, there is. You know, uh, I'll tell you, here, let's, 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 let's answer, try to answer it this way. So recently I was talking to an opposing pitcher who faced the Jays and had some success against them, and his thought, well, a right-handed pitcher, and his thought was that a lot of the time you can almost see the hitters just really geared up, and they're there, they're, they're ready to try and kill, kill the ball and he felt that they were vulnerable. because of that, they were vulnerable, fastball in, get ahead of them, and then he could sort of pick away at them with soft stuff on the outside corner, and that they, it was difficult for them to change the approach because they were just so intent on going up there doing damage. Mm-hmm. Now, is, that, is that, that mindset works for this team a lot of times because they do do a lot of damage means right-handed pitching. I mean, if you look at their record, they've hit writings much better and they have lefties, which is surprising considering they're right-handed dominant. Mm-hmm. At the same time, there are those are games where there are guys who pick them apart who you don't think should. Uh, and you end up feeling frustrated. And, and the, I, to me, the, maybe the bigger question, and this is an off-season thing, is you just have too too much of the, the same type of hitter in the lineup yeah. and that do you need to just find a way to get more diverse and with uh, a left-handed hitting guy, an OBP guy, um, someone who's a little bit more patient uh, as opposed to having so many potential damage bats in the lineup. And it's a weird thing to say because you obviously want damage and you want power, but you know, we saw this at times last year as well where... You know they they'd be vulnerable to certain types of pitchers, and you know they couldn't always get their best swing off. But you know the the other element to this, and I know this is a long answer, but and I'm sure you've heard this too, guys. Where the goal nowadays isn't so much to you know find a find a way to bloop a hit or things like that. It's to try to get your best swing off as often as possible in the batter's box, and that's that's the mindset that hitters are generally taking in there you know try to get your best swing off on a pitch that's in an area where you typically do the most damage and that's that that's, a, that's an industry wide thing not just a blue jays thing mm-hmm. and that that mindset can at times lead to vulnerabilities because you're trying to get off your best swing as opposed to the type of swing that adapts to whatever uh, the opponent pitcher, uh, opp- opposition, the opposing pitcher is featuring on a given night. Mm.
0: Shy, so really good of you to join us, man. Have yeah. a safe trip trip to Pittsburgh, my friend. Be well. Thanks a lot, Shy. Take care, guys. Oh, yeah. Shy Davidi our MLB insider with Sportsnet. The Jays have today off. They start mm. a three-game series in Pittsburgh against the Pirates.
1: I love Shy, but I ain't buying it. Huh? I love shy, but I ain't buying it. Like, I, this is a four-month sample size. It's not like this just happened last week. They've had four months of this, of the down and away and the, and the expanding. And you want to get your best swing. Have we seen a best swing on a ball that's breaking down and away for a guy that stays through it and hits a, a backspin and a line drive to right center field? It's rare. I mean, occasionally you'll see one that's a little elevated that they miss with. But for the most part, it's the same exact swing. That's what I said. It's just you'd have to have nightmares. If you're a right-handed hitter on this team, you go home in cold sweats waking up thinking about slider down and away. Like, I don't know. I just, I, you know, they have so many meetings. And even when we were on the field yesterday and we were talking to the coaches, and, and they were in a hurry to get away from talking to us because they had meeting after meeting after. Eight, eight, eight. Well, they also had the fantasy it's draft, like, the NFL like, fantasy like, draft. Come on. I... I don't, okay, maybe I'm overthinking this, and maybe I'm am I old school by thinking scoot closer to the no. plate? I don't even know if that's old school. Other than I'm tired of it. This school. this this much but, this much I do know.
0: The more people you involve in a process, the more you have meetings. Yeah, that's Will said. Anything in any well in any walk of life. Will said in any walk of life, and that's the way the game is now. It's not unique to the Blue Jays by any stretch of the imagination. Um, But it does make you wonder at times how with all the information the coaches and the players have in their hands, they can keep making the same wrong decision over and over. Now, it makes me think that they must think they're making the right decision, and that they are going to stick with the process, and that ultimately, the process will prevail.
1: Okay, I'll ask you a that's, question. If and, they, and that, and, and if the Orioles make the playoffs. The Blue Jays don't. Do you think they can go home and look in the mirror and say we did everything that we could possibly do to allow us to get into the into the playoffs? I mean, clearly not. So that that's that's all I'm saying. I, like it's, I I just don't think this is a hard. It's not mechanics. It's not timing this time of the year. It's, it's about doing little things to, to create a different point of contact. Here's the thing. If this team
0: does not make the playoffs, it's going to be very easy to go back and look, not just at one game is the reason they didn't make it. We're going to be able to have plenty of examples of, yep. how they didn't, of why they didn't make the playoffs. We'll be able to look back at this weekend. We'll be able to look back to Cleveland. We'll be able to look back to Minnesota um go back earlier in the year you know they lost games <clears throat> they lost games to teams that were shorthanded here because of the, the vaccine requirement it's it is a very so far at least so far at least it's been a really unsatisfactory season for the Toronto Blue Jays yeah and I don't want to come on here and be all negative because still got a month they got a playoff sure. spot
1: and they're, they're better than what they're playing. Well, they and they, are could better. Be, they could be better by just doing little things, like little yeah. simple Yeah, at some point you have to move beyond the general
0: manager didn't do this or the no, general manager yeah, yeah. didn't do that. you
1: still got good players on the field who exactly. should be doing better things than what they're doing consistently. Exactly. You should not allow, to Shy's point, lesser competition to get out quality hitters at the plate consistently. It's just a head scratcher. We are
0: going to go to the phone lines, four one six, eight seven zero, zero five ninety, star five ninety one, triple eight, triple six, zero five ninety. Jeff Passon joins us at eleven thirty Barker's Back Leg Bits. DMs are open as always. Maybe we'll turn Barker's Back leg bits in the phone line. Maybe we'll just all we'll just all combine them. Thirteen and fourteen August. That's not good enough. Jays have a two-game lead over the Orioles for the last wild card spot. What is your one-word description, your one-word answer for how you feel about this team's playoff chances going into September? We'll take a break and come back and get to your calls. It's Blair and Barker on Sportsnet 590, The Fan, or wherever you get your favourite podcast. Discussing the biggest stories that matter to Toronto sports fans. The Fan Morning Show with J.D., Blake, and English. Be sure to subscribe and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: All
0: right. Welcome back to Blair and Barker for a Thursday, September 1st. Whoa. I woke up this morning. It's
1: chilly. It was 10 when I got up this morning. Made me want (laughs) to... But it gets colder outside. It feels like... Playoff baseball. Don't look at me like that. Whatever it takes to get the gears going. Just saying. I just imagine
0: a bare-chested Kevin Barker standing on his porch going ah! like that in the morning. I just imagine. I'm gonna imagine
1: jealousy. That. That's what you are. Well yeah. jealous. <laughs> yeah. You ain't gonna see a, <laughs> you ain't gonna see a young Jeff Blair doing that.
0: Not a chance. <laughs> young Jeff Blair, maybe, not current Jeff Blair. Uh, your shirt stays on, man. Does it? Oh God, yeah. Uh, shirt stays on.
1: At this point in time in my life, I don't care. Yeah. If I'm feeling it, I'm doing it. That's just the way. <laughs> it's just the, that's just the way it is. See, Jeff. the difference between you and me is you can still feel it.
0: All right? You can still feel it. I can't say if I feel it, I do it because I, I don't feel it. Every day on this side of the grass is a good day for me. You know what I mean? As so long I'm, as your <laughs> eyes open, you're good. These are my bonus years. These are my bonus years. Uh. My God, let's bring some optimism to this show. 416-870-0590, That's star 590, as as one is the text line. Give us your confidence level in the Blue Jays as we sit here on September 1st. Eddie in Fort Erie, yes. what is up, my friend? Good morning, gentlemen. How's it going today? It good, is thanks. going well. I'm old, but it's still going well. <laughs> Hey, you know what, guys?
3: I love September for a variety of reasons, not yeah. just the pennant races, but also football is coming up. I'm Ooh. really thinking of both you, Jeff, and you, especially, Kevin, with your Broncos. I appreciate
1: yeah, that. Yeah, because I hate Hokies. football.
3: I don't hate football. So. What
0: do
1: you
3: mean? Well, you I got hate? my Patriots to deal with, too. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. I hate football.
0: Yeah. I changed my team, favorite team to the, to the Colts last year just because I got sick oh. of cheering for the Vikings. I don't know. I'll pick, oh. some, I'll pick somebody this year. I'll wait until the NFC playoffs to pick a favorite team.
3: I'm playing the Colts this year, by the way, too. Yeah. even better uh, <laughs> anyway yes I thought, anyway, enough of that I out, of course it's baseball so anyway so the last time I spoke to you guys my confidence level was at a five about them making the playoffs right. now it has dropped down to three mm-hmm. and that's because of and that's because of who they're facing in September mainly the Orioles and the Rays that and you know what guys if there's one series that might decide everything for the Blue Jays it might be that that four-game series against Tampa Bay.
0: Yep.
3: Uh, Not Tampa Bay. I mean against Baltimore coming up. Right. Yeah. And that five-game series against the Rays for a variety of reasons, especially for Tampa Bay guys. Because think about this. Tampa Bay is just six games back of the AL East. I know. If anybody anybody knows what it's like to make a serious (laughs) charge and change the course of a playoff uh, season, it's them. They did in 2011. And you know what, guys? If they get that that division and and the first round by, and that the Blue Jays somehow make it and face the Yankees, mm-hmm. that series would go either way mm-hmm. 'cause they've had they, they they've they've had some good uh, games against Garrett Cole they've had some okay games against uh tyon and sometimes so so against uh Cortez, but you know what I don't mind if that happens, you know.
0: No. No, Eddie, uh thanks for the call. Uh Mike thanks, look the only the only thing with the Rays, I, I I think with the Rays, we have to base it all on Shane McClanahan. If Shane McClanahan mm-hmm. comes back, he's on the I. L, if that shoulder impingement is nothing serious, then I feel okay about them. But I'll tell you this right now. If Shane McClanahan doesn't come back, the Rays will make the playoffs, but they'll be one and done. They 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 they, they I know that we're used to looking at them as a little little engine that could, and they can overcome things. They are not going to be able to overcome not having Shane McClanahan. I just don't think they are. I'm really suspicious about how good Wander Franco is going to be when he gets back because I don't trust that injury. Uh, I don't trust handmade injuries. I never have. I, I, I mean, I'll tell you, I, I, if I had to pick a a dark horse team in the American League right now, a team that could upset everybody, it would either be Seattle or Cleveland, and I, I. I know Cleveland's got a ton of weaknesses, but you know what? I keep waiting for Cleveland to hit the skids. I keep waiting for that, you know, for the wheels to fall off. And all I see is Naylor going deep dead center, Cal Quantrill pitching, and then the dude coming in out of the bullpen at the end. And you know what? I know we overestimate how important the manager is, but I'll take Terry Francona pushing a young team down the stretch. I'll Mm -hmm. take him any day.
1: Well, you could say they were playing with house money when it gets to the playoffs and, and you know, the all the pressure will be on the Astros. You, I mean, sure. I, and I
0: haven't even mentioned, of course, Justin
1: Verlander. I, I still like the Astros. The, oh, the, the Astros all the way around have home field advantage. And, right. you know, they, they have a little bit to prove with but, all the things that's happened to them. But if you had to, to pick them. a dark horse? Seattle. Seattle? I, yeah, I like their pin. I like their lineup, the first four guys. I like their rotation, the first three guys. Uh, you know, and again, I, I'm not saying they're playing a little bit of house money. I do like their fan support there. I, I, I just think they you want to say get in. It's sort of like the Blue Jays with Seattle. Yep. Just get in. Jason
0: and Markham. Good You're day, on with Johnny. Blair and Barker. What's your one word, one word answer for your confidence level? The Jays making the playoffs here on September first. Wavering. Mm-hmm. Wavering. Oh, and I and it's perfect because this is gonna this is gonna segue into what you wanted to talk about today, right? Well, yeah, you know, you're, you're a sharp guy, Jeff. Um, Every now and then, a blind squirrel finds a nut.
4: Yes. Uh, punting roster spots at this time of year, as opposed to moves with other organizations, making moves to strengthen themselves for today and tomorrow. We have Kikuchi, who is unpitchable. We have Mitch White, who's almost unpitchable. We have now Bradley Zimmer, and we have three other versions of Bradley Zimmer. <laughs> um, I, again, like I, I just don't get it. I don't. I, I, you've got Arelvis is killing it. Everybody on the team loves Moreno, and he's certainly more capable with the stick. Yeah. Um, you know the pitching. I honestly, at this point, I'd rather see. I'd rather see that Gage guy. I. I.
0: I oh, I'm I with think you on I'd that.
4: Almost rather see Trent Thornton at this point. Yeah, it's I'm not on that. It.
0: I, I, Jason, uh, thanks for the call. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on Matt Gage. I don't understand that. Uh, but I, I mean, I, I got it. the, the Bradley Zimmer thing. I, I think that the reason they claim Bradley Zimmer, and this opens a whole kettle of fish, but I think the reason they claim, they, they claim Bradley Zimmer is they had real concerns about Teoscar Hernandez and that foot. And really, I think they're more comfortable with Jackie Bradley Jr. in right field uh, and, the, and then if you take Jackie Bradley Jr. out of the equation, you need more depth. I, I just think it's that deciding on the very last guy on their roster. They needed somebody who could play center field, preferably stand at the plate and hold the bat from the left side, whether or not he's a left-handed hitter, and give them some speed. I mean, all the things they need late in the game, defense and speed. And Bradley Zimmer does give them that. That that's he's not going to be an everyday player. He gives them that commodity. So I, sure. But but having said that, having said that, Elvis Martinez, I, I got. I mean, he doesn't make enough contact for me. I, you know, I, I know me he's he, he's a yeah he's a great prospect. Look at his numbers. Go and read what Keith Law saw on him. Keith Law did a report on him in the Athletic earlier this week. He's not ready. He would be a disaster up here. I mean, he would be. They don't need another, they don't need another right-handed bat that's going to come up and strike out in three pitches. They got that coming out of the yin-yang. Gabriel Moreno doesn't do much for me offensively. I've got enough Either. guys that can put the ball. I've got enough guys that can hit the ball the opposite field. Uh, I, I really do. Uh, he's not playing. Uh-huh. He's not going to play. Kirk's going to be in the lineup every day. Danny Jansen. So, Gabriel Moreno. But, but this is why I'm getting to this, this point. And I was only half joking when I started the show talking about... Gunnar Henderson, the Orioles have brought up their two top position prospects and they are playing and they are helping a contending team mm-hmm. in Adley Rutschman and this guy. This to me just reinforces the lack of depth in the Jays minor league system. Think about this. The Jays do not have anybody in the minor league system. They have been able to bring up this year and give them a lift. Not one. They don't have a pitcher they've been able to bring up to give them a, list, a lift. They do not have a position player, not one who has been able to come up and give them a lift. Their minor league system is so bad that they've had to add Jackie Bradley Jr. and and,
1: and Bradley Zimmer. So... Yeah, there's a good point for me. This, this, anyway, would be what I'd like to see. Play Santiago Espinal a lot of the times. That will take care of your defensive woes. He catches the balls, if not all the time. The ones he's supposed to catch, that will help your defense. That will help your pitching. The pitching that you don't want to use, having a good defense will help that. And let's be honest. You can mention all those names you want to mention. Those are 26, 27, 28 29th guys on your team, on a playoff team. It's the other guys. It's the lineup. You can yeah. you can name off that entire lineup and you can name off the first three guys in your rotation and the couple of guys at the back end of your bullpen. Those are the guys that are gonna take this team where but, they want to go. But I think... The other
0: guys are... But Jason Snow... But Jay, his, his, point, his point is well-made,
1: though. His point is
0: well-made. The fact that you have so little... Like, who the hell is Nathan Lucas? I I, I mean, does he exist? I, I, haven't, I haven't watched. I presume he exists. I presume there's a person called that because I keep seeing him on box scores. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the the Jays are so short of players that they went out and reclaimed a guy who was in Bradley Zimmer who, who was essentially useless for them this year. Yeah, he's not going to play a ton anyway. No, but, but you're missing the point. The point is that's how bad things are.
1: But I mean, the Jays minor league, bring a, a guy from team. the minor league. Their lineup's pretty good. Like, they, you call these people up. Where are you playing them? It gets back to the point. Teoscar's going to have to be better. Yeah, uh, uh, the, you're, your miss, you're, you're, miss, you're missing maybe, the point maybe, in this. Maybe I am, you but they should have really good players on their team uh, who need to step up and be really good in September. If they're really good, they're in the
0: playoffs. Yeah, yeah but they, So far, they haven't been really good. Jimmy
1: in Vancouver Island. Well, they're in the playoffs.
0: Bob. Go ahead, Jimmy. Uh, you want one word? Yeah. For confidence, Done. confidence level in this team right now. What's your one word? Done. Okay. Oh. Okay. You look at the Marlins and the Tigers are
4: playing our two uh, teams that are ahead of us. They're kicking their butts. Tampa Bay is eighteen and two versus Miami. So any of these people that say, "Oh, a sweep is hard," well, how come these other guys continue
0: to do it when they play garbage teams? Eighteen and two. We, they don't play so, Miami twenty times a year.
4: No, but over their last twenty games, they're eighteen and two oh, again. Okay. Them.
0: Okay. Okay. So I get that, but yeah,
4: but it's just you know it's just horrible. Like, can can Shapiro fire himself because that's what will happen if he's going to take out Atkins. Atkins would not have another GM job if it wasn't for this job. I guarantee he will never have another one. This stuff that you just said about nobody coming up from the minors and helping, where's this high performance department? Where's this billion dollars they spent on Aiden? Just complete garbage. It's the same stuff every game. Whatever they got to do in the offseason, go get Luis Arise, the guy from Minnesota. That's what we need. Give him shit. I don't care. We need a guy making contact, hitting it the other way. Hey, Biggio, watch a rise hit. Bunch it to third, dude. You're going to get a hit every freaking time. And when they move over, then go back to grounding it out between first and second. Because what you're doing, dude, ain't working. You're hitting 220? Come on, man. Hit it the other way. And Barker, for you, yesterday uh, in Kurt's last at bat, there was two balls that were uh, called strikes. Mm-hmm. Does the umpire ever the next day come out and go, hey, dude, I apologize, man. I missed that badly. Or do they never do that? Yeah, I don't I'm think so. Okay. Yeah, I
1: don't think so. And thanks for the call. Yeah, I don't think that ever happens. I, at least I've never heard of it happening. May, maybe a guy that's been around forever, a pitcher that, you know, you you think that you had a call, a strike three in a big situation, that umpire might walk up to that guy who's been around forever and, you know, has sort of established himself. Yeah, but other than, other than a like a, a kirky who yeah. – he ain't going to walk up to Kirk and go, hey, by the way, you know that ball that I called that was four feet over your head? The one that almost hit the catcher yeah, in the yeah, mask? Yeah. I apologize for that, for stinking at it. No, yeah. they're not going to do that. They, they won't admit that they're wrong. And maybe they shouldn't. It's just, I, you know, the umpiring behind the plate sometimes is an issue. Yeah. What do you do with it, Nah. We'll the, see in years to come. The thing,
0: when we talk about the Jays minor league system, we, we, do have to be, we do have to be careful about one thing. If you talk to people, if you talk to people, there are, some players. I don't want to make it sound like there isn't anybody in the minor league system. You could trade Ricky Tiedemann right now. You could trade no Sam Roberts right now yep. and you get good players for him. Mm-hmm. The point is that the depth of the system isn't that great. They've got some teenagers that a lot of people like and Elvis Martinez again, Elvis Martinez is probably going to be a pretty good player, but the point is they don't have anybody there that can help them this year. Mm-hmm. And, it's not like they cycled guys in from the minor league system for the past two years. No. So this has been a while now. Like, they're living off Bo and Vladdy, which mm-hmm. is, hey, nothing okay. wrong with it. They're
1: good players. Mm-hmm. But where's this year's Bo? You know, where's this to, year's To Vladdy? your point, if one of the big three in the rotation gets hurt, now what? They got nothing. They got <laughs> now, nothing. To now what? It. You got nothing. I mean, knock on wood that that doesn't happen. You got Hopefully nothing. if you're a Blue Jays fan, but if,
0: you, if that happens, now, you now what You do not have a thing, yeah. and that's what I find really frustrating is it's great to have a bunch of 19- and 20-year-old dudes who are, you know, hitting the ball at single A and all that and are two or three years away from making it in the majors. That's great, but the Jays really, and maybe it's just a cyclical thing. Maybe the Jays knew this. You know, their 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 minor league systems are are cyclical. There are very few minor league systems that are good year after year mm-hmm. after year. I guarantee you Baltimore's minor league system next year isn't going to churn out another Gunnar Henderson and another Adley Rusch. It's just not. It generally doesn't happen that way. But man, this would have been a this would have been a great year for Gabriel Moreno to come up here, hit a couple of bombs mm-hmm. in his time up here so that In September, when the team does need a jolt, you could be saying, you know what? Let's bring that kid up and get him in the lineup and give him a jolt. Can't wait to see that. Yeah. And the fact that he's probably not going to be up here tells you everything you need to know. And the fact that Bradley Zimmer is going to be in Pittsburgh and Gabriel Moreno isn't when the rosters expand... 416-870-0590, 416-870-0590, star 591 888-666-0590. Don't worry, we've got plenty of time mm-hmm. to get to the calls. Jacob, Jim, Allen, John, we'll get back to you on the other side of the break. A reminder, the Jays have today off. They will open a three-game series in Pittsburgh starting Friday. Uh, Mr. Barker and myself will be back tomorrow from 10 to noon Eastern with Blue Jays Talk. We will not be on the air Monday because we're going to take some time off. we got some work to do. And uh, we, will, we will be back from 10 to noon as per usual on Tuesday. 416-870-0590, star 590, one 590 We love texts. We've got texts. 590-590 is the text line. Back to your calls, back to your texts. It's Blair and Barker on 590 360, the Sportsnet Radio Network. And as always, wherever you get your favorite podcast.